0: Good morning, Pharmacy Podcast listeners. It's Ken Stumpfell for the Daily Dose at The Hub. I'm going to be saying that a lot now because we are, as pharmacists, the hub of healthcare, the fulcrum, the most important part of a patient's health because we manage their medications and people take a lot of medications for all the disease states that they suffer from. Sadly, we live in a world that last year dispensed 4 billion prescriptions. It's a lot of prescriptions. So anyway, as pharmacists, we want to find ways to help patients manage their medications. We talk about lots of things to do that. Adherence, cost savings, pharmacogenetic testing. So the conversations at the hub will be really earmarked on how a pharmacist can impact patient care. The disease that we can talk about really stems from what's of interest to you. The Hub will have all different conversations. We're going to have our continue to do our Hub show on Tuesdays and Thursdays. We're also going to kind of add a new show that I'm thinking of doing on Sunday. It's almost like a focused issue on what I believe is really the backbone of many diseases that we don't even think about that we don't even know about. It's kind of the darkness of healthcare. It's mental health. It's something that years ago, and even today, we don't deal with, in my opinion, correctly. I grew up in a household, and this is gonna be a very thought-provoking and kind of gut-wrenching conversation when we do these hub conversations on Sunday, is I grew up in a household where everyone had some kind of mental disorder including myself. We didn't know. You didn't know. There were different treatments. There were no treatments. There were just, oh, well, that's just, you know, him being him or her being her. But so much has learned over time. I think it's important that there be a dialogue, and that dialogue needs to reach more people. So we're very, very focused on taking the time and making the time to talk about mental health. Because if your mind isn't working properly, it doesn't have the ability to really give you a chance to deal with some of the other chronic diseases that you may be suffering from. One of the first things we're going to talk about tomorrow, we're going to start tomorrow with obsessive compulsive disorder, OCD. You know, some people joke about it. It's not a joke. Obsessive consult, cons, obsessive, compulsive disorders, it's an anxiety disorder in which time people, they have recurring unwanted thoughts, ideas, and sensations. Those are the obsessions that make them feel driven to do something repetitively. That's the compulsions. So these repetitive behaviors could be hand washing all the time, Could be checking on things to make sure that they're exactly in the right place, or cleaning and doing it over and over again. They can significantly interfere with your ability, anyone's ability to go through their daily activities and the social interactives that are needed in life. You know, many people have these focused thoughts and repeat and repeat repetitive behaviors, but they don't impact their daily life. They don't cause you to you know, stop what you're doing. In, the, in those cases, those thoughts actually are making your tasks easier. But for people with OCD, the thoughts are persistent and the unwanted routines and behaviors that they do have to do because of their mental illness, they're rigid. And when they don't do them, It causes great distress and even more anxiety. Many people with OCD know or suspect that the obsessions are really not true. Now, others think that they could be true. That's known as poor insight. So, even if they know that the obsessions are not true, when you are afflicted with OCD, you have a very hard time keeping your focus off those obsessions or stopping the compulsive actions that come as a result. So a diagnosis, just like if you got diagnosed for diabetes or for heart uh, issues or blood pressure, the diagnosis of OCD requires the, the presence of these obsessive actions and the compulsions that come with them at the time that you do them and they have to consume more than an hour in a day. So if you just like to straighten up the cocktail table, you know, once a week or dust, you know, every Thursday, that's not OCD. But if, you, this, if this activity is more than an hour a day and it causes a major distress and can impair your work, or any of the social activities that are important to you, that's OCD. Now, we live in a very large country. So when when the statistics say that 1.2% of Americans have OCD, you may say, eh, it's only 1.2. That's a lot of people, that's millions of people. And it's kind of something which I'm learning. It's a little bit scary because you know, in adults, You know, it's slightly worse for women than it is for men, but it really begins at childhood. When I think back to my childhood and I think back and we're going to talk about it, this is going to be, you know, Kenny opening up his closet, you know, to the the things that occurred in my life and the things that my parents did for me or they thought were in my best interest because of what they thought they knew. And they were looking at my behavior and saying, well, we need to do something. So those issues occur at childhood or early adulthood. The average age that symptoms of OCD appear is 19 years old. That's the average. That means that many, many OCD incidents, many, many circumstances, which could either go treated or untreated, addressed or unaddressed, occur much, much younger. The show that we're going to do this coming Tuesday, it's going to be a very, very um, deep conversation uh, with a young woman who has OCD. Because I, I believe I have OCD too, okay? And I believe that I didn't really know it until I stopped now after meeting this woman and kind of looked back on the things that I've done and the things that I continue to do, okay? You know, as a pharmacist, when you work, you're running into almost OCD behavioral activities every day. We're going to dive very deep into mental health. We're going to dive very deep into OCD and bipolar depressions and other anxieties and depression because I know as a pharmacist, when someone came to the counter and was taking what I call the cocktail, you know, drugs to make them feel up, drugs to make them feel down, drugs to balance out the side effects, it tore my heart out. And and I just I just feel that the collaboration of obviously counseling and medication, but the right medication, not to treat these patients like guinea pigs, and try this, try that, try this, try that. How can a pharmacogenetic test not benefit someone who's taking a cocktail of antidepressants and, and antipsychotics and all of the things that are making the brain try and work better? So it, it's a very meaningful situation for me. I, I, I'll share a lot of my family history and, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've lost uh, uh, members of my family and they're And and it's sad, but I I have to think that this conversation can help people. And if I bring people on who have stories of success, how they've turned their challenges into tools to help them get through life and strive to be excellent and have been coming excellent, those are the conversations we want to have. And we're going to record them all over town. We're going to listen to anyone who wants to talk about the challenges they have in life, which are dealing with the challenges in life and having to do with mental health. Mental health is so important. We all strive for it, but it's sometimes not there. And sometimes it's left in the closet because no one wants to talk about it. Well we're going to talk about it. It's Ken Sternfeld for the Daily Dose at the hub of healthcare, because that's where we want pharmacists to be. Have a wonderful day. It's Saturday, July 6th. And when I get up tomorrow, I'm going to try and do something very, very impactful for my life because this is therapy for me. And hopefully it can be valuable content and information for you. Have a wonderful day and enjoy the weekend. And I will speak to you tomorrow.